Intel doesn't want you to buy their GPUs. At least not yet. Netflix looking to implement ads sooner than thought, and AMD's new GPUs launched yesterday. Let's get into the hot news, everybody. I'm your Brett host. We're going to be going over the hottest tech news that I can find on the internet. We're going to start off today by talking about Intel coming forth on their Arc Alchemist GPUs and detailing a few of the reasons why you won't actually be getting your graphics card anytime soon. This is a blog post over on their own website where Lisa Pierce kind of details everything that's been plaguing these Arc Alchemist GPUs, including issues with software readiness, as well as COVID lockdown impacting supply chains, making it so that Intel doesn't have these GPUs ready. This is something that we've been talking about here on Hot News for a little bit, at least that Intel is not ready when it comes to their drivers for their GPUs. It was the worst part about the DG1 and also with the, the promises that they've been making on the software side, like they were going to have some benchmarking optimizations in their software suite, as well as a day zero patch for Elden Ring. They did not come through on either of those on the timeline that they specified, so it stands to reason that they're having a struggle with that as well. I think one of the things my mind goes to, is this a function of Intel being bad at drivers, or is this a function of Raja Kadori, actually the head of GPUs over at Intel and former head of GPUs over at AMD. AMD been plagued by bad drivers for a while. Is that being brought over or is it just a coincidence and it's just the normal growing pains of trying to launch a brand new GPU company? But on top of that, Intel kind of announcing that you will not be able to buy these GPUs direct they're going to be in laptops and then they're going to be in OEM desktops. So in case you want an Arc Alchemist GPU, you're going to need to buy something like a Lenovo or an Acer or an HP pre-built. And that's how you will get these GPUs. It's not as bad as the current setup where you have to buy the GPU with a very specific Intel motherboard in order for it to work. But it's not necessarily the rollout that I think a lot of people were expecting from Intel. But then on top of that, in case you're anywhere besides China, you will not be able to buy these GPUs at launch either Intel coming out and saying that rolling it out in China will allow them to, I guess, kind of beta test it, get through all of the driver issues first before they roll it out everywhere else. And it's kind of the same thing that happened with the laptop GPUs. They were only sold in South Korea initially and actually still, I think currently most places don't have the laptop GPUs yet. But Intel saying the staggered approach gives us confidence at each step that we can effectively serve our customer base. And it turns out that China is the customer base that they can afford to give the worst part of the product, I guess, or they're confident that they'll have the software figured out and they just need to actually work on the actual supply side of things. But on top of that, with Intel confirming that the GPUs are going to be delayed, some behind the scenes sources are indicating that it's going to be even a bit further, maybe between July and August. So towards the end of the summer. But honestly, with the way things have been going, I wouldn't be surprised if these GPUs got delayed until late Q3, maybe even Q4. It has not necessarily been uh, a confidence inspiring thing that Intel has going on here with their Alchemist GPUs. Does this bum you out that they're having all these troubles? Does it affect your upgrade plans? I want to hear from you down below in the comments. But while Intel is struggling to roll things out, it looks like Bitcoin is actually not struggling to recover a little bit. Bitcoin's up 2.61% kind of coasting from that collapse that happened earlier this week. You can see that it dropped off from just below $40,000 to just being over $30,000 at this point. But but within the last day, it's kind of stabilized. Ethereum also having a similar stabilization 
action at 2350, up 4.35% in the last 24 hours, and Dogecoin up 3.5% to be at 11 cents. And while crypto discontinued its heavy losses, Apple is discontinuing the iPod after 20 over 20 years of sales being first unveiled in 2001 by Steve Jobs. It is now going to be discontinued. The iPod Touch 7th generation is the last iPod that's ever going to be made and that they're no longer making more of them and you can purchase them while supplies last at any given store. Apple saying that music has always been part of their core at Apple and bringing it to hundreds of millions of users in the way iPod did impacted more than just the music industry and essentially the iPod's going to live on in the rest of their product lineup where they're going to be able to take the spirit of the iPod and put it into the rest of the devices. Obviously, the iPod was revolutionary for its time. It took everything that good MP3 players did, put it in a sleek package that was heavily marketed and essentially put it into the palm of everybody's hands. And Steve Jobs said that it gave you a thousand songs in your pocket. I'm actually curious what your favorite iPod memory, if you ever had one, is down below in the comments. I think I only ever owned an iPod Touch like 2010-ish. And this was like right before smartphones became like super mainstream accessible. Like I think this was just before I got my Palm Pre and I would use my iPod Touch to like play games and take notes on kind of like what people use an iPhone for right now. But the iPhone was much more cost prohibitive to me at the time being a college student. So let me know your favorite iPod memory down in the comments. And Netflix wants you to think of their service as a memory. They want you to get off of it, or at least that's the strategy that they're kind of communicating them bleeding customers. So what they're going to be doing is implementing their ad tier sooner than thought. In a note to employees, Netflix says that they're aiming to introduce their ad tier in the final three months of this year. They were previously looking to launch this sometime later on. And according to earlier reports that they were just starting to investigate this just a few months ago, but that they're also going to be cracking down on password sharing amongst its subscriber base around the same time, which obviously is going to create a lot of issues for people who have been sharing Netflix accounts and something that Netflix has even promoted themselves on their own Twitter feed. Obviously, times are changing. They're not growing as fast as they could have been. Otherwise, they're losing customers. So the easiest way to get customers is to cut customers off who aren't paying and then expect them to come back instead of just pirating the stuff that like that's a it's a bold assumption Netflix is making here or potentially even just switching to another service that has better exclusive content at this point like Apple TV plus and severance there's a lot of reasons why Netflix is struggling but I don't necessarily think this ad tier and password cracking down is going to save it but Netflix's CEO is saying that he's been against the ad tier because he's been against the complexity of advertising and a big fan of the simplicity of subscription but he's a bigger fan of consumer choice and allowing consumers who would like to have a lower price price and are advertising tolerant get what they want and that makes a lot of sense i i partially disagree but i'm not a multi-billion dollar company making these decisions let me know would you pick up netflix if you don't already have it if it was cheaper because of an ad tier but while netflix is looking to roll things out amd rolled out new GPUs yesterday. The 6950 XT, 6750 XT, and 6650 XT actually hitting store shelves at the prices that we were expecting. AMD putting out some published benchmarks of what they expect these GPUs to do. The 6950 XT being slightly faster than the 3090 and in some games being better than the 3090 Ti, but kind of being just below that in a lot of these benchmarks. The 6750 XT kind of being the better of the 3070, sometimes losing to 
into it, but definitely beating the 3060 Ti and the 6650 XT, beating out the RTX 3060. Again, these are an AMD's benchmarks. Take it with a grain of salt. I haven't looked for many independent third-party reviews at this point, but the GPUs are available. I actually picked mine up from Newegg yesterday because that was the easiest place for me to get it. Got the ASRock Challenger version coming in, but if you just scroll over onto Amazon, which we'll have linked in the video description, affiliate link, by the way, you can easily pick these up. I could get a power color one tomorrow. I could get a liquid cooled power color one tomorrow. And at MSRP, $1099.99 is what we expect the 6950 XT to cost. 200 extra dollars for a liquid cooled version. Honestly, isn't that ridiculous? But on top of that, AMD also coming out and giving us a preview of what games are going to have FSR 2.0 and when those are coming out. So Deathloop is going to be the first to get it tomorrow, May 12th. They're going to have FSR 2.0. And then after that, EVE Online Farming Simulator 2022 for Spoken, which isn't out yet. Microsoft Flight Simulator and Grounded are going to be the next games to get FSR 2.0, which in case you're not familiar, is essentially FSR 1.0. But instead of using spatial upscaling, use temporal upscaling, which is going to give us a better result. And I honestly can't wait for that to happen. But also with the launch of this new GPU set, they're also launching a new game bundle. In case you want to pick up any of these qualifying RX 6000 series GPUs, they're going to include one or more AAA games, depending on which graphics card you get, which could be Saints Row the Third 2022 Remastered and Sniper Elite 5. I feel like game bundles have particularly gotten worse in the past few years. This is something that AMD used to be killer at. I think that's how I got a lot of my Assassin's Creed games was from AMD's game bundles. But what's the most favorite game that you have ever gotten from a GPU game bundle? If you've ever done it, let me know down below in the comments. I'm not going to let you know that this episode of Hot News is over. I'll see you back here for more tech news tomorrow, my friends. Thank you.